Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 85. And this week, we are going to talk about what I call desert island drills. Now, uh, before we get to that, we, of course, want to thank our sponsor for Foundation Fridays here the last few weeks, the Omaha Metro Basketball Coaches Association. They are again hosting their fall slate of coaches clinics uh, at Union Bank and Trust Facility, basketball facility located at 21015 Cumberland Drive in Elkhorn. Every week, the social hour begins at 6 p.m. with speakers starting at 7. There's food and drinks available and provided for everybody, so come out and hear great speakers like the one that we heard last night, the new head men's basketball coach at Loyola of Chicago, Drew Valentine. He was really, really good, took three or four pages of notes on his stuff. So if you're in the Omaha area, there's still two weeks left, So you and you can register at the door. So be sure to come out and check out the Omaha Metro Basketball Coaches Association Clinic. So this week we're going to talk about desert island drills. Now, this kind of comes from a lot of different things. There's the game Desert Island and what would you have there. For me, it makes me think of one of my favorite episodes of my favorite show, of one of my favorite shows of all time, in which Ryan Howard did this. Ryan started the fire! So, yes, that is the office's version of Desert Island. But what the concept is, is if, you know, you play the game, if you're on a desert island, what would be the three things that you would have with you? You know, if you could only have three movies or three books or five people, who would you have with you for, you know, eternity and that type of thing? Well, this actually came up during the Nebraska Coaches Association week. And my good friend Jeff Ritz and I were having lunch before his presentation and we started talking about drills and different things, and he brought up, uh, he was talking about one of the drills that he uh, was going to do during the clinic, and I said, you know what, if if I were stuck on a desert island, and I could only do three drills, that would be one of the drills. Like, if I was stuck with a team, and we could only do three drills, that would be one of them. And then, the more I started thinking about it, the more I thought, well, that makes perfect sense, and why shouldn't we think of that more often? I mean, how many of us look at our practice plans or look at how we put together our practices and we say, that's a really good drill. We need to do that drill more often, or that's really good for us. We need to do that more often. Well, then do it, and what I decided to do on my rough draft of my practice plans for this upcoming year is I literally have a category that says desert island drills. And I narrowed it down to what I consider to be our five best drills that we run for the good of the team. And what we plan on doing is making sure that we at least we do at least one of those five desert island drills every day in practice, especially after you get through the first 
three, four, five days of practice, and you're kind of getting everybody back into the groove of things and back into practices and 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 all of that. Type, you're getting everybody back on the same page, et cetera, et cetera. So my five desert island drills are as follows, and and maybe yours are probably going to be way different than mine. But I thought of what are the best team development, quick hitter, small sided games, or scrimmage concepts that are that are the most positive for our team so uh the first one is three on three one more uh you start the ball on the baseline and you've got three defenders on the baseline you got three offensive players outside and and this is a a really popular drill it's come about the last few years uh it starts and you basically go all the way around the horn where all six players touch the ball and pass the ball and by the time it gets to the sixth player, everybody is matched up, and you're going three on three, and you're just playing ball. And you can do, for us, we do different things. Sometimes we say, okay, hey, today it's all ball screens. Today it's all dribble handoff. Today everybody's cutters. You know, whatever movements we feel like are really important for us to work on or to defend that day, that's a that's a drill that we run. Against zones, we run a drill a lot called four on four versus a box. And basically, uh, we have three or four teams of four players, and uh, it's really continuous. We put about 10, 12 minutes on the clock, just like we would with the three-on-three, one more. And we try not to do a ton of teaching and stopping and starting uh, these drills because we want the players to flow. We want them to play and get reps, and we'll do our teaching on the side in short, quick bursts. Uh, but four on four versus a box, uh, it's it's basically a two two zone by the defense, and the offense runs a three out one in type of look, looking to attack zones and find space. And the defense has to work on zone coverage and bumping people off and communicating, but also taking a, away the lane. And we have certain point totals depending on the day, and again, what we want to emphasize with that drill. That's one that we really like to run, especially to get us ready to go against zones. Another one that we do, uh, we call it call the name transition. A lot of people call it, you know, five on four transition or or five on three transition or a lot of different things where you have the five offensive players on the baseline. You have the five defensive players out by the free throw line. You call out one or two people's names and you throw the ball to the baseline and the five offense are attacking against three or four defensive players, and you're working on defensive transition. You're working at, on attacking an offensive transition, that type of thing. Obviously, that's a really, really common drill, but that's one that we run a lot as well to work on our transition. Uh, another one, uh, this is really one of my favorites. Uh, we just call it up one, down one, uh, and, and it's just shell drill. It's just one possession. Uh, the The offense is is down one and they have to score uh to win the possession the the defense is up one point and they have to score to win the possession and so it's just and and it takes sometimes it it takes less than a minute to run a set with this but it shows you know how valuable a set can be in practice and how one play can be really valuable so we call it up one down one and and i put that one on the desert island uh, drill list. And then the, the last one, the fifth one, is something that we call free throw transition. And basically we set it up uh, where a team is shooting a free throw. Uh, we like to press when possible. And so we're calling out our presses. We're calling out our uh, press breaks, uh, whatever needs to be done. 
and make or miss, we go live. And sometimes we go live for a possession. Sometimes we go live for three or four possessions. Uh, we can start it and, and stop it at our whim, at what we think is good for our team at that point. And it's one of our favorite transition drills because we're working on offense and defense. We're working on pressure. We're working on attacking pressure. Uh, these are quick, short, usually three or four possession bursts, and then we reset it and we do something else. We can bring in another team. Uh, a lot of times when we run a drill like that or the call the name transition drill, what we're doing, if, if let's say we've got 15 kids, so we're five on five out there, uh, we tell uh, the team that's out, okay, hey, everybody on your team has to make five free throws and then you're eligible to come back in for one of the teams. Or everybody on your team has to make uh, 20 Mikans uh, and, and then 10 reverse Mikans or something like that, before your team can come back into the scrimmage. So there's different ways to keep your kids active on the sides while you're scrimmaging in, in the middle of the floor if you're on the main court, let's say. Um, and you don't have enough kids to go two side courts or you don't have the space to go two side courts or whatever your situation may be. So the Desert Island concept, it's something that, that I've, I've thrown about as a phrase for a while, but when like i said it's it's getting to that point i'm starting to start uh, to plan our practices for the upcoming season and i just needed a reminder that hey if this is one of your 3 4 5 favorite drills core drills that are good for your team on both sides of the ball you need to emphasize those drills on a consistent basis so i challenge you coaches going into this season what are your desert island drills and where are you going to put them on your priority list to help develop your team, not for the first week of the season, but to help develop you so that you're hitting your stride in February and hopefully in early March for a lot of you listening. So Foundation Friday 85, like I said, desert island drills. I don't know if you like the concept. If you do, let me know. Uh, email me, uh, any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Again, uh, thank you so much. It's, it's the two year anniversary of a pen and a napkin this week. I can't thank you for enough for the support. It is, it is, uh, so humbling, uh, to have, uh, you know, as many people as I've had reach out and, and talk to me. So thank you so much. Tell your friends forward our, our stuff on, uh, just want to help coaches get better. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.